Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. is handle on the law marginal legal advice where i tell you you have absolutely no case if you're injured and need a lawyer go to handle on the and if you're a lawyer and want to join our team because people desperately need your help go to handle on the and click on the join today tab at the top of the page the following is a pre-recorded program uh because of covid obviously things have uh, changed a whole lot and uh, what happened uh, with um, an action by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and uh, it said, uh, the FDA uh, said, normally when you go get a drug, uh, you have to do it in person, especially Schedule Three drugs, opiates, for example. Uh, you actually have to walk in with a hard copy of a prescription. Uh, that a doctor fills out on his prescription pad, and there's all kinds of protections on there, watermarks, all that sort of thing. It's almost like currency, uh, because uh, for obvious reasons, security of the prescription. And you have to walk in the door of the pharmacy, otherwise you ain't getting it. Well, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration loosened that requirement for COVID. Obviously, uh, it's harder to get around, and you've got the risk of getting COVID, so... Here's what they did. They say, all right, we're going to allow drugs that you normally would go into and were forced to go into the drugstore. We're going to allow you to receive those drugs uh, by mail. You don't have to actually come in except the abortion pill. Now, they can't stop the abortion pill from being prescribed by a doctor and then given to you by the pharmacist. But what they did is they said, on that one, you still have to go in. Uh, you still have to go in person. Well, as you would think, out came a lawsuit. And uh, the Supreme Court, as a matter of fact, this was the first uh, action on an abortion-related issue since the death of uh, Justice uh, Ginsburg. Uh, what the court said was basically what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Uh, you cannot do one and out the other, uh, in, even in a case of abortion, uh, the abortion pill, because obviously when you talk about abortion, uh, the politics of it are just extraordinary, uh, opiates, it's gotten to be a big political issue. Antibiotics, not so much. Nobody really cares. Uh, opiates, a lot of people care. When it comes to abortion, people are fanatic. And so the U.S. Supreme Court uh, said that uh, you can't do that. 
Uh, if you're going to allow people to come in on uh, the rules of uh, you need a prescription and you're going to say you don't need one under COVID, you have to include the abortion pill. Well, two of uh, the conservative justices and uh, uh, guess who? Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas would have allowed the government uh, to, uh, in fact, uh, delineate between the abortion pill and uh, other pills. They said, yep, uh, we would have granted the Trump administration to reinstate the requirement that women must visit a hospital, clinic, or medical office to obtain a pill in person. And so uh, the court said no, but it wasn't that specific. It went back to a lower court judge to take a new look at the issue, and they want a ruling, and uh, that's... Uh, Typically, what uh, the uh, the administration does and the conservative justices back it up, uh, but not this time around. This one's kind of surprising. Well, it actually isn't surprising, but conservating uh, con- uh, considering the makeup of the court, you're going to see relatively few cases uh, wherein the court is going to protect people as against an administration rule. All right, let's go ahead and uh, take uh, a phone call or two. Uh, Mary. Hello, Mary. Welcome to Handle on the um, Law. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I have a problem. Uh, 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 my brother is a trustee, and he's done a, a bunch of crazy things. He's um, And I'm not getting any reports, um, any hardly any money, and our, our, our trust is worth, Oh, several million, actually, um, property values and rents. Um, what What is my recourse? I, I can't be spending $500 an hour or more for an Well, attorney. here's what you do. You, you still go to an attorney, uh, a trust and estate attorney. You can go to handleonthelaw.com and get one. Uh, uh-huh. And you explain your financial situation. And what will happen is, since there are several million dollars uh, involved... Uh, the I'm sure the attorney will either do it on contingency uh, and or a hybrid, uh, but you want to get just advice. Because if you're already talking um, a multi-million dollar estate uh, in which uh, you're not getting the money that you should under the trust, do you happen to have a copy of the trust? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Well, not of course. A lot of people don't. And you can say right there, here's the violation uh, that is occurring with the trustee. I think you're, I think a lawyer will pick that up. Okay. Now another thing is he's redoing one of the properties. He's redoing the uh, roof, and he's having his contractor, who he considers a good friend, the same with his attorney, considers a good friend, and they're both really, really bad. It, um, you that's were not, that. but that's not your, but that's not your call. Well, On, it is, and because I live in one of the houses, our family home, which he's kicking me out of. He's saying that, that it's not structural sound, but I had... That's all part of what the lawyer That's all part of what the lawyer does. That just makes the case uh, a little bit more complicated. That's it. So well, how get, do I get, go around that? You, go, you have the lawyer. You, that, the lawyer goes around that. That's why oh, lawyers get $500 an hour and you don't. Uh, so it's a trust and estate lawyer is what you need. Nothing more, nothing less. All right, John. Uh, hello, John. You're up. Welcome to uh, Handle on the Law. Hello, Bill. I was a special ed teacher for 28 years. I retired when I went to 
file for my Medicare, I found out that the district never pay, put, paid into my Medicare. So I do not have Part A. I have to pay for that full price myself. I do mm. not think that is right. I'm looking for an attorney or, or so. I've been yeah, I, you, you're gonna. It's, yeah, that's that's going to be tough because, uh, first of all, not that I understand this kind of law particularly, but I know that a uh, state uh, with the teachers, uh, the the way teachers work, at least under the state of California, they're not in Social Security, and Medicare right. falls under Social Security. So uh, however, it, you're you're on a different system entirely, from what I understand. However, the law says that. When you're paying into to the state teacher's retirement system, the money, it is a law that mon- Medicare must be taken out. It never it, has been. Are you talking about you individually or the entire system? Both. If the entire system is not paying into Medicare and people are being denied, you're not by yourself. I'm assuming there have been lawsuits filed. I mean, you know, this just, hey, let's call Bill, even though 300,000 former teachers aren't getting Medicare, part A. I'm the only one. Okay, then you have a a specific problem. You have to appeal that decision. There's all kinds of appeals that you can do. You have to exhaust all of your administrative remedies uh, under the law before you can even go to court. And that's what this is about. I've been trying that. I cannot find any government agency that will help me. It's not okay. It's it's appealing appealing a decision by Medicare or Social Security that makes the decision. It's appealing your decision. So, you know, you, you go on the website. What if I'm denied? How do I appeal? Uh, they'll give you those kinds of questions. I mean, they'll answer those questions. This is Handle on the Law. If you're injured and need a lawyer, go to HandleOnTheLaw.com. KFI AM 640. Welcome back to Handle on the Law. Grace, there you are. Hello, Grace. Yes, I'm here. Yes, you you are. Yes, I can. Okay. In December of last year, I had a new microwave installed in my kitchen. Uh, It never heated. They finally came out and said, oh, we'll replace it. So they replaced it with a new one. That one didn't heat. And then they came out and said, well, there's something wrong with the motherboard. Motherboard. Uh, That didn't work. And then they replaced it with a third one in August. I've been waiting over 10 months. This one doesn't work either. It doesn't heat the food. Uh, What am I supposed to do? I'm waiting for 10 months without a microwave. Yeah. Um, they keep, excuse me, they keep sending me notices that my one-year warranty is up Yeah, well, first of all, <clears throat> uh, frozen food is uh, not bad when it's frozen. Uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's like a popsicle. You know, you can, uh, you know, you can lick that burrito uh, all you want. Uh, just ask for your money back, Grace. Just say it's over. I want my I money tried. back. I tried uh, that. How much, how much did you spend? $1,400. For a microwave oven? Uh-huh, a built-in microwave from, can I name them? Uh, yeah. 
KitchenAid. Kitchen, I didn't know there was a $1,400 uh, KitchenAid uh, microwave. You can get microwaves oh, yes. for $50. No, honey. No, yeah, honey, honey we can, you can. I've got a $50 one. You can get them for forty nine ninety five. Yes. So already, this is so weird, buying a $1,400 microwave oven, built a, in or not. This is a built-in microwave. Yeah, it's kind of uh, crazy. All right, you take... Uh, you just go to small claims court, and uh, if right. it's if it's the judge, first thing I would ask if I'm the judge, uh, w- how is it you can buy a fourteen hundred dollar microwave? But anyway, it's a small claim. It's a small claims issue. I mean, they're not gonna right. the judge is judge is not gonna have uh, a, any any problem dealing with that. All right, uh, John. Hello, John. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Mike. My girlfriend's mother lives in Italy, passed away suddenly about three weeks ago. Her Italian family attorney that she has mentioned before has sent us correspondence by email stating that there was a large inheritance in a mining company in excess of, wow, $13 million, which I don't believe any of this because he he sent us a will that only indicates my girlfriend is the sole survivor, which she is, but no mention of the investment, yet he is soliciting her for fees and taxes because he feels the mining company may be in a COVID slowdown in, in uh, okay. so, so what, 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 so what's your, your protest? How do you approach it? You don't give him any money. That's how you approach it. Chances are this is a scam. And so it's real easy. Send us the proof uh, that she has that uh, those interests in the mining company. Uh, you right. then research the mining company, see if it exists. Then you it produce. Does. Then you produce your ownership to the mining company and say, "Is this valid?" And uh, you. What kind of money does this lawyer want? Incidentally, in Italy, seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a it's a scam, right. and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, it is, and you may want to contact a, a lawyer in Italy outside of this guy, and you get to do a little bit of research. Uh, the lawyers who do wills, inheritance, that sort of thing, they have them, and just have a conversation. And you, what I would do is go to what city is that lawyer? Well, it doesn't matter. What city did? Uh, uh, did your mother in law die? Rome. That's easy. Yeah. You go. You contact the American embassy. Uh, in Rome and talk to one of the officials there uh, that, you know, I'm an American citizen. This is the situation. Who do I talk to about getting a lawyer? And they have access, uh, certainly connections with lawyers who speak English all day long. American lawyers who speak uh, Italian and are licensed to practice law in Italy. There's a way. Just take your time and uh, do not do not spend any money whatsoever. Boy, that sounds scammy as hell. This is Handle on the Law. Welcome back to Handle on the Law, marginal legal events, uh, marginal, marginal legal advice. Matt, uh, your turn. What can I do for you, Matt? 
I have an issue with the pension plan. It's worded to my ex, so she cashed out the cash money. So now I got to return it back and saying only uh, insurance purposes to use uh, the insurance. I want to know if there is a way I can make her vacate my uh, Okay, I'm 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 confused here, Matt. Matt, I'm totally confused. Okay, okay. Uh, what kind of a plan do you have? I have a motion picture uh, industry pension plan. Okay, you have a pension plan. Okay, yes. and your ex, uh, she cashed in uh, her portion. Correct, the both oh. portions. The- how did she how did she how did she cash in both portions when you are the beneficiary of the plan? Um, the judge worded to her hundred percent ten years ago. I'm get the, this legal marriage ten years is not over. So the judge worded to her so she cashed the money where okay, it was so, in there. Okay. So all right, so hold on a minute. So that was part of your divorce settlement. You had yes. some assets, and uh, during the divorce, either trial or settlement, part of it yes. was she got the pension, correct? Yes. Okay, and she cashed it in. She cashed all the cash money. Okay. So just, recent, just recently, I filed a RFO, so the judge granted to me, it says on order purposes for using insurance or medical purposes. So is there a legal way I can... Wait, hang on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So uh, the pension plan is money. She cannot cash in uh, medical coverage. How does she cash in? What is medical coverage worth? I'm I'm totally confused here. uh, You're going to have to do a better job of explaining this to me because I'm not getting this. So I needed my... uh, uh, I needed to use the motion picture insurance to do surgery and my knees, so the judge gave it back to me the pension, okay. stating only purpose of medical okay. use. Okay, all right, understand. So, what's your question? My question to you is: Is there a legal way I can uh, hire a attorney make her vacated my pension plan? No, so- no, no. You can't get your pension plan back. Uh, it was part I of the am. divorce settlement. It's part of the divorce settlement. But she she got it. But the judge awarded to me. He awarded judge, to you for medical back. purposes. He awarded to you your pension plan back for medical purposes. You know what? It's an interesting question. Uh, the argument mm-hmm. is, is awarding it back, give you back your pension plan. But there's no money in the pension plan. She took it all. And no yeah, one's going to and no one's going to ask her to put it back in. Because it belongs to her. Now, the issue of the medical plan is kind of interesting. uh, But, uh, and I didn't even know that uh, the pension plan would do that, which is kind of neat that it can. But uh, what do you you want? You want all the money back? No, I want her to take off the pension plan. If I retire, I don't want her to get some of my retirement. But wait a minute, she already got it because she got the pension plan you said. She cashed out your pension plan. It belongs yeah, to her. Should... It belongs to her the way you're telling me. Yeah, and the judge now now is different order, the different judge ordered it. I understand for the purposes I... but for the purposes of your for the purposes of your surgery, right? Yes. Okay, so what you're saying is, since the judge put me back on for surgery, 
I'm going to take that order and tell her I want all my money back, even though you were granted the money under a divorce settlement. Where do you think you're going to go with that? Now, you can talk uh, to a lawyer. To... You can talk to a family law attorney and see if you've got something going. I don't think so. Also, it's pretty unfair when you think about it. Hey, here's a divorce. We split up our assets. You get uh, my pension plan. You cash it out. That's yours. I get the house or I get whatever. And by the way, since uh, the judge said I can use it now for medical purposes, I want it all. It doesn't work that way. Goodbye. Yeah, you do want it all. You said you. What did you want? What did you? What do you want, Matt? Didn't you ask? Can I get? Uh, can I get the pension plan back? Is that what you asked? All right. Yeah, it just drives me nuts. I, I, you know, free money. I want everything. Good. I haven't lost my patience at all uh, this hour. Good for me. Uh, absolutely. All right. Uh, is that Ezel? Ezel? Edsel? Oh, that's an interesting one. Ezel? Ezel? You there? Ezel. Yeah, I'm Ezel. here. I'm here. Oh, Ezel. Is yeah. it Ezel? Ezel. Oh, that's what kind of name is this, Ezel? Uh, well, it, it's actually be, it's supposed to be in the Bible, Esau and Jacob. Okay, Jacob. okay. So uh, it, it basically, it's a it's a Hebrew yeah. name, right? Yeah, Hebrew name. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. I never heard that one before. Okay, uh, yeah. what can I what can I do for you? Okay, so I have a, a issue that um, I had owned a property in New York, and I was, I was in the process of selling my property, and then my neighbor here in California, I known him for fifteen years, and he had a great relationship with him and everything. Uh, we still do. And basically, he did a reverse mortgage. He's an elderly guy. Um, he did a reverse mortgage, and then he, I didn't know anything about this. He told me that he owes almost $297,000 on the property, and he took out money to buy gold and silver, and he's, the bank sent him a letter saying that if you don't start paying back this money or Something like that. I told him I don't know much about reverse mortgages. Talked to my wife, so I I presented to my wife the paperwork, and they both sat down and talk, talk about it. And they were basically the bank was sending them letters saying that if you don't start paying back this money, you're taking out such an abundance of money within such a amount of time, um, you'll be evicted, or you know the money's going to run out. So then he's like, oh, I'm in serious serious trouble here. I don't know what to do. And I was like, What do you want to do? He's like, well, I'm scared of losing my house. I'm scared of this and that. I was like, well, I don't know what to do. I, this is, I, you know, I'm, you know, and I was like, well, I'm selling my house in New York. You know, I, I, I'm going to do a 1031 exchange and buy other properties. So he said, well, if you want, you can buy my house. And I told him, I, I have no problem buying that house, you know. And he said he was going to leave the house for us anyhow. So I ended up buying the house for him. I, so I wiped out his whole entire loan, two hundred. $97,000. And I told him he can just live there, you know. Yeah, but wait a second. Wait, hang on a minute. You wiped out the loan. Yeah. How about the reverse mortgage, the people that loan the money? Just because uh, I, I he sold you the, just I because he them. sold you the house doesn't mean the money's still not owed. The money's not owed? Of course it is. No, no, I'm saying just because he he sold you the house doesn't mean the money is not owed. The money is still owed, so I'm a little confused as to uh, what was uh, what was the whole premise of uh, you taking the house. So well, he did, so he didn't have to he, so he didn't have to pay, correct? He's alone. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah, he, he, All right. He didn't so what? Pay, yeah. So what's your question? I my question is uh, I paid off the the reverse mortgage. 
Now he's back to free and clear the house. And I said, the deal was that uh, I'll pay it off, I'll get the house, and then you live there for the remaining your life. All right, you guys, we're, we're, we're taking way too much time. So what's the bottom line okay. here? The bottom line is that uh, he was single, now he got married, and now because I've been through a divorce and I was awarded that house, um, he was causing problem between me and my ex, and I told him I want him to get out of the house, and I told him, I'm going to sell the house. Okay, you have to ask. You have to ask. You have to ask a question because so far we've spent five minutes on you just telling me the story. Okay, the question is basically the higher attorney and they want to get the house back. Want to get the house back? And and he gave it to you. Yeah. Okay. So they hired an attorney. So here's what you have to do. You have to hire an attorney. You have no choice. This is so so complicated. And the bottom line is, if you bought the house to get him out of uh, paying off the mortgage, uh, that's that's fraud. And you're up to your eyeballs in it. Uh, And so what I suggest you do is get an attorney, and I mean get an attorney quick. As soon as a lawsuit is filed, uh, you immediately go get an attorney. If you have an attorney contact you on his side, you've got to be represented. There is no question about this, because this can be pretty serious stuff. This is Handle on the Law. If you're injured and need a lawyer, go to HandleOnTheLaw.com. KFI. AM640. More stimulating talk. Welcome back to KFI AM640. More stimulating talk. Bill Handle here. This is Handle on the Law. Marginal legal advice. Tara. Hello, Tara. Welcome. Hi. The... Yes, go ahead. So, you know, you, you sound you sound you, you sound like a plantation. You know that. That's a gone with the wind joke. Okay, so. let's let's know. go on. Okay. <laughs> All right, what can I do for you, Tara? Okay. So basically I All right, Bill. Um I I wanted to present this to you to see what you think about it uh i went into a gas station car wash and i um i pulled forward into it a little bit more than i usually do um but it's because there was a long line and so then um when uh it was going it was starting to go through it was um I stopped and I was waiting for the attendant guy to come over and he's like, okay, well, I need you to just back up more and then, um, and then you can go through. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to back up because I'm already like into the car wash. Why wouldn't you back up when he tells you to back up? Tara, why would, if a gas station guy, when he says back up, right, a guy who works there says back up, why would you refuse to back up? Because I, um, because you you put your tires into those like little frame lines, right? I know. And I knew, like, I just I didn't want to mess up my car or anything. So you wouldn't like, have no, messed up your up. car. And no, no, you wouldn't have messed it window. up. No, no, you don't mess them up. You just go back over the little bump. That's all you do. It's not yeah, as exactly. if you're going. That's it's not as if you're going in one exactly. of those driveways that have a, a reverse. Uh, you know, a little, uh, whatever they call those things where it's severe tire damage, you know, those uh, little poles or whatever they are, those, whatever they call them. But it's, it, there was no, there's no potential for damage if you back up. And so my question is why? Yeah, well. Go ahead. Um, so 
I I was going back and forth with the guy for a good while about it, and I wouldn't. So then they had so they had the other attendants around my car, um, and then they were like, "You have to back up your car because we're not going to let you pull forward." And I was like, "Well, here's my car. Just run it through again, and we'll um, and that way I could just proceed forward because I don't want to back up with like you know and damage my car or something." They're like, "Why would it? Why did you think? Wait a sec. Why Why did you think your car was going to be damaged if you backed up? Where Where was that idea? Because. Because the beginning of the the start of their uh, car wash has a bunch of stuff in it already. That's why I'm like, there's already like stuff on the side of me and everything. So I'm like, I'm not going to back up because I'm not going to take any chances with messing up my car. And then they're wait like, a no, minute, I, what is, I know the way these things. I know the way these things work. You saw the brushes are starting to go, and he wants you to back up and start again, and you're saying no. Yes, because listen, this is what happened. So then. So finally, after they surrounded my car and coerced me to back up after a good while of me trying to just get them to run my car again so that it would just go forward, then I finally back up because by this point, they're intimidating me. Okay, and and so what happened? What happened? So then I back up because they're like, there's no rollers behind you. There's no rollers behind you. And I'm like, okay, I don't even know what you're talking about. At that point, I didn't know what they were talking about. But so then I back up and their brush on the side rips my bumper off. And so then I'm like, oh my gosh, dude! I told you something like this was going to happen, and then they're like, all right. So you want to know if you want to know if they're if you're they're responsible for you uh, your brush taking off the bumper? That's your question, right? Semi, yes. Semi. What's the other part that's not semi? Okay, they wouldn't afterwards. They wouldn't let me because um, there was a video camera right on top of us to assess the whole. Situation. And they wouldn't let you they what? Put it all on camera. They wouldn't let you what? They wouldn't let me see the video camera. They don't have they to. They wouldn't let me see. The they don't video have to. They, said, this part of- they don't have what? to. They don't have to show yeah, you the no, video. No, I know. Yeah, and so I called a police officer. And he was saying, um, like, so he finally came down and was like, listen, I've had other problems with the same exact um, gas station car wash. Like, this guy's, you know, really crazy. And I would just tell, I would, um, tell you, you need to either handle it in a civil way, like a civil uh, court proceeding, or you should just let your insurance handle it because you're not going to get okay, anywhere so with what, this guy. Which, so what's your question? And, um, so my question is, uh, I... Um, I called my insurance and I figured that they would handle it and I wasn't, I was just like, whatever, like this has already been a nightmare and a half. I don't want to deal with it anymore. And um, so then later my insurance called me and they're like, okay, well, we're going to hold you responsible for it and deduct a point off of your record for three years now. And I would do, by the way, I I would do exactly the same thing because you refuse to comply with uh, their order and you get that you get to argue that didn't matter when you ignored them it would have caused the same damage. So how much damage are we talking about, Tara? How much money are we talking about here? Uh, it was like $2,600. Okay, why don't you assume a small claims court and just tell your story? I would do it a lot well, quicker than would... you're doing it to me because if I'm the judge, I'm throwing you out in the first 30 seconds because you're not doing it quickly. You're not making a lot of sense. You're not being succinct. So if you're going to go to small claims court, which I think is the only avenue you have, because if your insurance company doesn't want to deal with it, saying you were at fault, you're done with your insurance company on that issue. So now the only issue is you taking the car wash to small claims court and telling your story. And the first thing the judge is going to ask you is exactly what I asked you. 
Why didn't you listen to those guys? And your argument, and the only argument because you have I is... Did listen. Your only argument is that it didn't matter whether I listened or not, this damage would have been caused no matter what. So that becomes irrelevant. That's all you have. But do it a lot quicker than that. Because I got to tell you, judges don't have... As much as I don't have patience with people... And I have a reputation of not having patience with people. This is on a whole different level when you're in front of a small claims judge who is going through 60 cases in the morning, much less what he has to deal with in the afternoon. I've been inside small claims court, man, where you got 30 seconds to uh, state your case. And the judge goes, get to the point, get to the point. What do you want? What are your damages? All right, uh, we'll take a break. This is Handle on the Law. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.